0: Keep it simple, silly. Keep it spiritually simple. Keep it simple, stupid. We've all heard it. Why am I such a perfectionist? The the pains, the pains that I went at uh, launching my first podcast. Of course, I had to get the perfect uh, social media handle and make sure that I had to get the right cameras and right microphones and right mixer. Of course I had to uh record about five different episodes before I decided that the levels and everything was perfect and instead of just keeping it simple I took forever to just start putting my my voice out to the to the way to the waves the masses. And I don't think that I'm I'm unique in this. I'm going to talk about keeping it simple and how overcomplicate thing how overcomplicating things can maybe block blessings. It's living sober. As some of you may or may not know, uh, I'm an overthinker. I belong to the, if I'm going to be active in any of these 12 uh, step programs, it definitely would be Overthinkers Anonymous. And I the, the complicating of the simplest things is very alcoholic addict tendencies. They, we say, uh, maybe it's a little bit of perfectionism. I come to find out it was just fear and uh, some of that procrastination, uh, goes in that as well. I blocked my, uh, recovery for a long time. I, I couldn't get and stay sober because I was, uh, making such a big deal out of everything that came with getting sober, be it uh, thinking that I would have to join a cult, thinking that I would have to maybe become a religious person, or maybe it just was, maybe I needed to do some more controlled drinking. I I think part of any alcoholic or addict's journey is going to be trying to quit on their own or, or try to do some type of gymnastics to get you know, get this thing to work. And the guys that coach me up and and women that coach me up in this, in this deal, this, this recovery journey, they've always told me, Phil, keep it simple, man. Don't overthink it. You can just use uh, the simple uh, acronym of kiss. Now, when I was young, I would hear, keep it simple, stupid. And somebody was going upside my head because I was doing something the wrong way. Uh, as I got older, it was uh keep it simple, silly, a kinder, lighthearted uh, way uh, or approach to, to, to keep it simple. Uh, my f- one that I like to use in my every day is keeping it spiritually simple. Uh, there's a lot of dogma out there, you guys, and I don't get caught up in. I can, should I say, get caught up in, in all of the the religiosity that's out here in the world and or even. Just the word God, it's can be cringe and uh, that it used to be for me anyway. And then you guys gave me cool ways to just take it easy on myself. Uh, What is the first thing at hand? What's my top priority? First things first. Well, I'm here to not take a drink or a drug one day at a time. That's that's recovery 101. Avoiding that first uh, drink or that first drug. But what about all the work that goes into uh, getting and staying sober and maintaining maintaining some decent sobriety? Well, you got to maybe roll up your sleeves, Phil. Maybe you got to put in some work. But an alky like me, I got to go out and, and try to be the very, very best or I'm absolutely nothing. Again, this may not be dissimilar to some others experience. Uh, I just think I have to be doing it the right way. And recovery is always a win. It's always a success story. When I hit my pillow at night and I had not uh, taken a drink or a drug, we talk about, you know, uh, my peers, uh, we talking about what are you, what are we uh, pumping into the stream of life today? What are you doing for your sobriety? Uh, are you helping somebody else? Are you drinking water? Are you getting exercise? I'm like, man, I'm, I didn't curse anybody out today. I want, a, I want an Oreo cookie for that or a whole sleeve or three Oreo cookies. Um, I'm, what more? Uh, it's a one day at a time. And I want to be able to give myself a little bit of grace. And this is really for like maybe somebody that's new into recovery about just taking it easy one day at a time. If you've ever been to one of those lodges of one of those twelve-step meetings out there, they're gonna have these sayings on the wall, and one of them is "Easy does it, dude. Give yourself a break." That's not gonna give me an excuse to just be lax on this thing, because this thing will bite me. I know that I'm not cured of of my addictions; they're just sort of dormant. I can look in the mirror and maybe laugh at myself sometimes because I'm saying. You're the same guy, Phil. You're just sober today. Uh, that's why this is the Living Sober podcast, because again, not rendered as white as snow, but the trials and tribulations of just life in general, uh, they come up. And how do I deal with that as a sober man? And it starts with that acronym K I S S. Keep it simple, silly. Living Sober. to launch this podcast years ago Uh, looking back it was all fear I was a sober drunk sober member in good standing but I was such a procrastinator and just through program stuff and and working with others and, and just being you know in 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 and out in in and around the rooms of recovery I recognize my procrastination. You know, I just just got to start there. Procrastination is sloth in five syllables. It's a coping mechanism that I developed very, very early on. I've always been a big dreamer. And I, uh, I call and consider myself a, I'm a big idea guy. I got all the best ideas. I'm a creative, in quotes. So I can... Always imagine and visualize things, but I'm not always good at getting off my behind and and putting them to fruition. And I, if I've learned anything, it's work hard, pray hard, do your best. Let God handles the wet rest. Faith without works is dead. I can't just pray myself into a, a or dream or wish myself into having a successful pro uh, podcast. I had to like get off and, and, and grease the wheels and roll up my sleeves. So when it was time to uh, let's, let's do this podcast, of course, I had to go ahead and make sure I had the equipment and I had to uh, make sure that I had all the streaming services lined up and all the handles on 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 the social media, the cool, catchy emails and work on Canva behind the scenes. I, I probably did about uh, five or six months of real, just planning and no recording. I had read, uh, some, just a little bit of that book, the subtle art of not giving a F and that book, uh, what jumped out at me is mainly Phil, if you worried about what people think and, and, uh, you're too spending too much time about that, you ain't got enough going on. And that hit me in the head like a ton of bricks. Like, man, Phil, you need to get busy. Where are you at? What are you doing? You're five years. You're a, good, a sober member and good standing, clean and sober. You got some really cool stuff going on. You know, what are you going to do? So let's go ahead and roll up your sleeves and hit record and put something out. Uh, one of the things that somebody once uh, told me unsolicited and unsolicited, it was two things. The first was nobody cares. Nobody cares about this podcast. Nobody cares about your book. Nobody cares about your rap. Nobody cares about any of that. Um, just do it was the other thing. Just do it, put something out into the universe and and see what comes back. There's always guaranteed success when, uh, when you never give up now, that's a master P quote. And I, and I do believe that The worst thing is never trying at all. I'd rather have tried and failed. And these are old cliches, but I'm a big lazy SOB. So it was hard for me. And I've learned only in the past year that I had to get out of fear and I had to get some traction. He said I was in fear and overthinking because I wasn't busy enough. You start to get depressed, Phil. You start to overthink. You start to worry. Get off your ass and go do something. I can just hear my peers and the people that coached me up and sponsor me in recovery. Uh, I would be early on in recovery and we're still talking about procrastination now uh, and how it uh, can mask itself as perfectionism and, 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 or depression or sadness. And this is not a, a mental health podcast per se, but maybe you start there, Phil, turn off the TV. Put down the ice cream, close the laptop and go and make a podcast. Go and empty the trash. Go and read a book. Action, action, action. So what did I do? I just kept it simple. I didn't need to buy all of the expensive equipment, uh, cameras and microphones. I've got plenty of uh, more simple ways to launch a podcast and I did. It didn't have to be perfect. Nobody was listening anyway. That's the attitude and approach I took when I I, I started recording, and I, I sort of feel that way now. If I launch it, they will come. Just keep it simple and keep it honest, and they will come. Living sober. It took me 13 years to get 30 days clean and sober. I did some geographicals. I did some controlled drinking and using. I did the uh, mental health deal, self-help program, psych ward. I was uh, well on my way by the time I was 15 years old and I didn't sober up to about 25 years later. everybody said just quit drinking that's all you got to do is not take that first drink and there was a lot of butts that came with that but 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 what i have to what i have to i'm not doing this i'm not doing that and i got sober when i when i was ready if anybody knows me uh personally my deal is mostly involves abstinence I just don't drink or use no matter what. So what do I'll do is I'll eat a whole cheese pizza and cry myself to sleep. Not the healthiest means of recovery, but I'll keep my same sobriety date. There's other programs for that. I don't want to be too tongue in cheek when I say that. Of course, when the the person gets sober and starts to feel the, feel, the feels, of course, I'm going to have to. Speaking for myself, I filled in that God-sized hole with everything that you could imagine. I wasn't drinking or using, but I definitely had the crippling Facebook addiction. I was shopping too much, eating too much, all up in the internet wormholes. And I was in a lot of pain. And you guys let me off the hook. You told me to give myself a break. Right now, you got to focus on one vice at a time. Recognize that that is a God-sized hole that you're trying to fill up. And in the meantime, don't drink no matter what. It was through more work in the program. And when I say work, again, we're not affiliated with any uh, specific organization, but it was action. It was tuning in to something greater than myself. Some people call that God. Some people would celebrate recovery. Some people is getting out there and helping others. It's exercise. But it was doing opposite action. It wasn't taking a deep dive or drinking any Kool-Aid or joining a cult or feeling like I had to be Mr. Perfect while I was in the process of just feeling the feels and learning who I am. I thought that recovery looked a certain way. Uh, the things you see on TV, people at meetings and going around the room and sharing, and and people laughing uh, at, at alcoholics that are recovered, uh, calling them quitters. That was not my, not my cross to bear. Let people say what they want, but I definitely did put myself in a box before I even gave myself a shot. Keeping it simple is one foot in front of the other. And it's letting go of any prejudice and animus or misconceptions, any ideas in general of about God, about meditation, about sobriety, about recovery, about recovery programs, about rehabs, about other people, about my mom, about my dad, about the institutions. Uh, Let go of all of that uh, preconceived ideas and just start to get open minded. I think open-mindedness is is what sort of led to the, the the broad the broad path that i'm on now i don't subscribe to any particular recovery program or institution or religion i'm 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 all inclusive because i can steal a little bit of this and a little bit of that some people have you heard the term or used the term in, in the rooms of recovery uh the buffet or a la carte take what you want and and leave the rest. And that's that's very much true. But I could not stop overthinking every move. I, everything I did, I second-guessed or I thought that I I wasn't doing it right. And it goes back to that selfishness, self-centered fear. Oh, you're a perfectionist. Self-centered fear. Oh, you're a procrastinator. Oh, self-centered fear. Take a breath. Relax. Make it easy on yourself. How about you don't eat the whole sleeve of Oreos today, Phil? How about you don't buy that whatever's in the shopping cart on Nike.com? How about you just don't drink or use a drug no matter what? Keep it simple, silly. Living sober.